just a uh, quick little insert here before the podcast even starts. Um, I don't have a pop filter yet, so you will hear the pops. I am genuinely very sorry. I will find a sock or something. I just forgot to put it on. Yeah, that's the gist of it. Bye-bye. Welcome to the podcast. Au revoir. Does that mean bye-bye? I think so. Today we are discussing WWDC, the new Ryzen 3 series, third series, chipset, um, and a few other bits and pieces. So, let's get on with it. WWDC, what the rumours are, well, I think it's got a few things going for it. Um, People are hoping that Apple will discuss their revenue policy because of that whole hey email thing. Um... I mean, my personal opinion on that is a bit different from the consensus. I feel like the App Store itself is a service. So just to give you some background before I even get into that, um, email service called Hey Email, um, they actually called out Apple for their quote-unquote behavior, um, charging 30% for uh, any app store purchases or subscriptions and so what they do is make you sign up in a web browser and then go back into the app with the login account that you have created um, and do it that way so a bit differently um, and Apple argues that's not right that means that the app doesn't work when you first open it and because they're not classified as um, like a, a music streaming app or like a video streaming app they don't actually have the right to do that uh, whereas, for example, Spotify, you can't actually do that in-app. You have to go through the browser. So that's the backstory, and and I'm actually I'm actually for Apple in this, and I think most people are against Apple, but I, I feel like the App Store is a service, right? You are paying for them to host your app, to provide all of the Xcode developer stuff. Um, you are paying for, you know, all of the services that you get under that 30%, which is a lot of stuff they have to pay for payouts, they have to pay for, like, you know, there's a lot that's going on there, and to me, I feel like, yes, 30% is probably on the high side, it goes down to 15 in the end, I would say something like 20% would be more reasonable, going down to something more like 15 to 10, um, and I mean, Apple does make huge profits, but, you know, as a business, you have to justify whether going, okay, people want this, want this like amount of, of percent, is it worth having all our developers happy and having it uh, an easier user experience for the users who then don't have to go out and navigate into browsers and do all this kind of stuff? Um, or is it easier if we charge more money and we can you know, work on improving the services that we have with that extra cash. So it's an interesting thing. I mean, the creators of Hey Email, I was reading an email that they got back from Apple and it said they hadn't actually contributed anything to the Apple marketplace for eight years. So eight years they've gone by not contributing a cent when, you know, there's hundreds of other developers on the store who have to pay you know hundreds of pounds for for in fees in that 30 percent. so it's like you know you're sort of being a little bit unfair considering that everybody else plays that charge that it 
contributes to the sort of running of that marketplace as such. Um, I do actually agree with the point though that you know there's nowhere else these people these people can go, and I do wish Apple would open up the system a little bit so that we can have apps downloaded from other sources. But knowing Apple, that is not going to happen anytime soon, basically or ever really. Um, so that's the gist with the Hey Email stuff. Um, their app was never actually meant to get accepted. It was accepted by accident um, by one of the admins. Um, and then it got pushed up the supply supply chain, the um, management chain, and eventually it ended up with the, I think, the deputy CEO of Apple saying, you know, this app was never meant to be accepted. It breaks our policies, but we can't remove it now that we've accepted it. We just won't let them update. Um, and I think the issue is they publicly said, you know, we don't want to pay this 30%. But I would argue, you want your app on the App Store, You, th- th- I'm sorry, I know that's a revenue stream. You're already charging $99 for an email service per year. Others are free. But, you know, why, why, you, why do you need that extra, like, $30? Like, and it goes down to $15, and you're contributing to the marketplace so they can make improvements. They have... You know, they have tons of people that have to do all the admin for this marketplace that have to reject and approve apps. Those people aren't free. Yes, they sell you the iPhone, but then the iPhone sales go into R&D for the iPhone. Apple, yes, they're a big company, they make lots of money, but I feel like they're probably, you know, they, they need to recoup something from the App Store, and I think it's possibly excessive, but possibly also warranted. Um, so, I mean, that, that was the whole issue, this this company, Hey Email, being like, you're charging too much, Apple being like, no, we're not, and we'll take you off the marketplace because you're not paying us at all. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So... Um, okay, that was, that was the gist of that, I mean, again, I think I'm sort of on the side of Apple, although I would say their 30% charge is too much, that's the gist. Moving on to WWDC, iOS 14, seems like it's going to be boring, I think is the general gist, um, there's going to be some homepage changes, so they might maybe 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 add widgets again that's like completely unconfirmed but um they're thinking you know bugs performance stability that sort of thing um new wallpaper settings a new list view of apps which could be useful i mean i've got i really wish they would do something with the homepage because i've got let's have a look here one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen pages of apps thirteen let's get this sorted folders are not useful enough and there's no way to like mass move stuff you know like i want to be able to like i don't know plug it into my computer and be able to use my mouse to drag around all of the apps and sort that out I'd also like widgets, but that doesn't seem to be coming anytime soon. So, new list view, um, series suggestions, new wallpaper settings, um, and possibly 
home screen widgets, but again, not substantiated, just a rumor. Cool, cool, cool. Um, next thing, iOS defaults for apps. That could be absolutely brilliant. I hardly ever use the the Apple version of apps, and it's just so annoying when, for example, you pull down Spotlight Search or you um, want to play music, and instead of music going to Spotify, it goes to Apple Music, and instead of pulling spot down spotlight search down typing in something it going into safari it goes into appear it goes into safari and i want i want to use these apps but i can't use them to the best of my to the best of their use case if you know that's what's going on because because it's so well integrated the apple ecosystem within the iphone that it's just a pain in, in the butt to have to go around and then physically open the app and then type in what you need or copy the link over instead of just opening it in the app. It's just inconvenience. That's what it is. I use Dark Sky instead of the weather app. Although that is something to be said. Now that Apple does own Dark Sky, although they're meant to be shutting it down in the year. So I was, I was thinking maybe they'll add it for that sort of thing, but... No, they're, they're closing that down, I forgot. Or, for example, and I know this is, like, crazy, why the hell would you use Outlook on your phone for your email app? I really like it. Microsoft have done some nice things with it, and it actually feels and looks quite good. I would like to try Hey Email, um, but currently it's invite-only, and CBA actually emailed them to try it out. If it's good, you know, could be something to say there. It looks very transformative, but, again... Uh, it's not public open access yet, so I haven't got a hold of it. So um, that's the sort of gist of the the stuff that's going on there. Um, again, I really, 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 really would like third-party apps to be set as default, um, especially as, you know, all of the lawsuits regarding, um, like, antitrust within the European Union. So they're having like lawsuits saying you know we we are like annoyed at the fact that you are so closed off you are acting like a monopoly you are acting like this big sort of figure that controls everything which it is true although i will say apps are there and and also it does irritate me spotify a little bit they seem to be playing this for the media rather than the actual issue at hand especially considering like one of the one of the issues they raised was um was the apple watch they said you know we can't have downloads on the apple you can you can you just haven't done it because it plays into your your strengths of saying we weren't able to do this you can you can do downloads from spotify in the apple watch because pandora or whatever the american they have done it so it's possible, but they're, they're using this sort of thing to play into this whole European Union antitrust laws. And whilst, I mean, to be honest, I really do appreciate what they're saying. It, it's so much harder to access Spotify than it is to go through Apple Music. So I do appreciate that. Um, I mean, it's all baked in to the, to the Apple ecosphere. And there's many times I've been like, 
oh, out looks really good, but it's such a pain bum to actually get to, I might just switch back to regular mail. Or Opera is really good. It syncs with my desktop Opera because I don't have a, I don't use Mac. I use Windows on my computer, on my main computer. So why would, you know, why would I, I can't actually do anything like in terms of syncing because there's no Safari on computers. I have to use a pirate, therefore I have to use it on my phone. It syncs across beautifully, it has flow and you can send messages between them and, you know, it, it feels really intertwined, but it's just that level of access from within the phone is just non-existent. Anyway, so third-party apps to be set as iOS defaults. That would be amazing, um, especially RE the EU. Um, okay, new apps. They are thinking, um, or rumour has it, rumour has it, ooh. Um, new standalone fitness apps, um, augmented reality app, codenamed Gobi, which should, I mean, I, I had a little look at this one, it's funny, it's, it's like a Apple's own QR code system, and they're all like circular and they look all Apple-y. Um, so that's one thing. Then there's the normal stuff like tweaks, improvements, iMessage, rumoured to be getting at mentions, like, you know, ats, like on Twitter, um, and the option to retract messages, which is, like, so good. The amount of times I've sent a message would be like, oh, that was a little bit harsh. I feel a bit bad now. And I should probably take that back before they read it. But no, sent through iMessage, not WhatsApp, and so you are stuffed. Um, car key, not really relevant to me or basically anyone I know, um, unless you have like a super modern car. I don't know whether it'll work with the Teslas, I'm assuming so, but um, so that's something. It just means that you can use your iPhone, your Apple Watch as an NFC key and unlock your car. So instead of actually carrying around your key fob, and I think considering that you can now do, um, oh, what's it called, transit pass, transit mode, so you know where the battery dies and you can still like tap out or tap in on, on transport, well you can in London anyway, um, because the battery has like plenty left, even when it's dead, for just running the, the NFC chip for like 24 hours, considering you have that now. I think Kaki hopefully should be able to um, operate even when the phone's dead, which would be like a really useful thing. Um, new HomeKit features apparently like color temperature changes throughout the day. Great, don't use HomeKit. I use Alexa. Let me just mute her before she goes mental at me. Yes, I use Alexa. I use Alexa with like TP Link lights and plug sockets and that sort of thing because I just find them easier and less expensive compared to HomeKit. I mean I have considered quite a few times switching to a HomePod but I've just it's never had that full oh never had that full sort of integration really um compared to my Echo Plus which can 
basically do everything from every service out there. So that's that HomeKit stuff. iOS 14 is rumoured to also have accessibility features for users with hearing loss. Good. Um, improvements to iCloud Keychain. This is just so important for me because I use Dashlane and LastPass. I have both because I have like a million passwords on LastPass and I was like, I need to I need to move. I can't, I have so many passwords here, I don't know which ones for which, because I do like web design work and that sort of thing. So it's like, I have so many passwords, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to make a new account. And I decided on switching to Dashlane, and, and that was that, really. Which, which, I mean, I do prefer Dashlane to LastPass, but in hindsight, I probably should have just stuck with LastPass and cleared out the passwords, because having two password managers is just as bad as having to remember them all. Right, iCloud Keychain should be improved then. Be a bit more like LastPass, one password, Dashlane, um, reminding users to change passwords and, and have 2FA, which, again, really useful, especially in the age where everybody's getting hacked. Facebook and whatnot. Um, Clips API, so snippets of content from the apps without actually having to install the full app um, by scanning a QR code, I'm assuming through Gobi. Uh, so that's that's similar to, I don't know if you know about instant apps or there's one called Slices on, um, on Android. As with everything, it seems to just be ported off one form of Android. <laughs> iPad OS 4, what have we got here? We have the same as regular iOS changes in iOS 14. Um, but the additional stuff, according to Mac rumors, is that there's going to be new pencil kit feature. So essentially, it will, as you are writing with your Apple Pencil, you will be able to convert handwritten words into standard text, which is really useful if you're writing, I don't know, a book or something, and you'd rather write it with your hands rather than type it out. So that's one thing. And then they were rumoring mouse support, but, you know, that came out a while ago. Cool. TV OS. So that... TV OS is a funny one because you've got iOS, iPhone OS, which I believe I read a rumor that they were actually going to rename back to iPhone OS. So iPhone OS, you have iPad OS, you have Watch OS, you have TV OS, you have Mac OS. So basically all the products with OS on the end. But you don't have Home OS or HomePod OS. HomePod actually runs on TV OS, which is rather strange. So, in terms of this, Apple TV, there's going to be the fitness app on um, on the Apple TV, and that's sort of ported through from the um, iOS 14 application, will also be on the TV. Um, HomePod, again, maybe easing up on default applications like enabling Spotify to work on the smart speaker. Um, Mac OS 10.16, literally nothing. I mean, there's been practically no rumours 
for macOS. So it's sort of a bit, it's a bit of a downer. I mean, the only things that they have popped in there is like a proper iMessage app and, and the iCloud stuff. But there's not really anything else going for it in terms of the OS itself. Um, and then finally, watch OS, sleep tracking. As usual, <laughs> every single time there is an update to watchOS, that is the one thing that people are like, we want sleep tracking. I mean, to me, I don't want it. I have an Apple Watch, but it's pain overnight, and then you have to charge it in the morning, and then it's not even ready for your day, so you just don't bother taking it. So I don't, I don't really like that too much, but it's fine. It works. Whatever. Biggest rumour, the most in my opinion, important rumour, is Mac switching to ARM-based processors, chips. So apparently Apple's like, Intel, you know, you're not making big improvements. Your graphics are crap. Your AI tasks are bad. You're not very power efficient. We're not doing well. And although I will say, some of that Maybe due to Apple's own throttling of the of the uh, range, because we have seen that before. Linus seems to have his suspicions. LTT. Um, so that's one thing. But yeah, they're like, Intel, you're kind of becoming a bit suckish. And this has happened before, right? So Apple completely changed their chipset from PowerPC, which was the Motorola, Apple, and... IBM Alliance, um, and they made PowerPC, which was like really fast chips. And then Intel and Microsoft were like, we're going to make really fast chips. So they made really fast chips, and then Intel was born, and they switched over from PowerPC to Intel, and now, reportedly, they are switching from Intel to ARM-based chips, which will be made by Apple themselves. And you know Apple loves to make them own stuff they love their own products their own hardware their own software they just can't get enough of it because it just means that they can be so not just closed off but like really well ready for like a backup like if anything goes wrong they're there you know they've got the stuff they own the copyrights you know intel goes bust doesn't matter anyways so, according to the report, I mean, Intel will not go bust anytime soon. But so apparently, this is about the performance improvements being lackluster. Um, I mean, already look at the stuff that Intel's doing; it's pretty crap. I mean, compare that to, for example, the new iPad Pro 2020. It's got an A12Z um, processor chip in it, made by Apple, and that is more powerful than the i5 MacBook Pro. You know, and that's a tablet. Imagine what they can do with a full-size computer or MacBook, um, MacBook Pro. So there we are. So rumors, you know, that they're going to switch um, to the new ARM system, starting off with the MacBook, um, and then also possibly the new iMac may have... Um, the ARM-based chips. I mean, if it does, 
if the new MacBook does have the ARM-based chips, I might switch to that because that mix of power, performance, battery life, that could lure me in away from Windows, which, to be honest, I'm getting rather sick of because I'm quite intertwined in the Apple ecosphere. So I may have to uh, get even more into it because uh, I'm already knee-deep in Apple. So there we are. That's the gist of it. That's about Mac switching to ARM. Then we got the new iMac. Again, just look at it. It's looking doubted. It's looking... Um, aging it's looking a bit old it needs a refresh you know it's got thick bezels that thick logo at the bottom and you're just like mm, make it look a bit more like the ipad pro make it look a bit more like the pro display xdr that they've already announced so apparently we should be getting a nice one that cuts down on the bezels and expands the display bigger and it should look really good New Apple TV 4K, there are rumours of the refresh of the Apple TV 4K. It was introduced in 2017. It's getting a bit slow. Um, we have one here. To be honest, I find it, like, fine. Like, I never really have any issues with it. And it gets, it can sort of bug itself out sometimes on, on third-party apps like Netflix and stuff like that, and then you have to restart it because... For the life of me, I cannot figure out how to like swipe away apps as you would in the phone. I have no idea how to close them, so I, I just restart it. Somebody tell me, actually. Please. <laughs> anyway, so, new Apple TV. Cool, as if we can't get enough of that. Apple AirTags, woo, that's kind of cool, and they've pissed off Tile a lot by doing this, but, I mean... They're a competitor. What are you going to do about it? Anyway, so we know. We basically know. It's been leaked a ton. We don't know whether it will come out in WWDC 2020, but we know they're a thing. They've been in a Apple promotional video, explainer video, um, where it was this video of them like showing you how to do these things on an iPhone, and it said... Here you can enable Bluetooth or, or wireless technology and, and this will enable you to connect to your AirPods or AirTags or it said something like that and it's like it was right there in print on an Apple video. They removed it within hours um, and it showed up in previous iOS builds and we just don't know whether it's coming out on DC or whether it's going to be later but I mean it's taken a while so I reckon WWDC is probably the time for it. So... That's the gist of the sort of WWDC rumours, the hardware, all of that sort of stuff. Should be out in, well, it's 1.19pm GMT here. So we are waiting till 6pm GMT. So we've got a little while to go, a few hours. That's, those are the rumours. Those are the, uh, that's what we reckon is coming out in WWDC. Uh, anything else? I mean, yeah, so the, the report today was that the first ARM Macs will be MacBook Pros and, and the new iMac, um, since, you know, they sort of make the most sense to, to switch to. I will say, I mean, 
personally, I, I feel like Intel can do better if they switch to like a 7 nanometer process like AMD have done. But, you know, what can you expect? Intel's becoming one of those big companies that doesn't really move very fast. And they're starting to really lag behind, well, not even starting. They are really lagging behind AMD's Ryzen chipset. And they're doing like little improvements to try and make it compete, but it just isn't at the moment. Um, in terms of what I hope for in WWDC, I want widgets. I want third-party apps to be set as defaults. I want I want that new MacBook Pro in ARM-based chipset, and I really would like the new iMac. I think that would be really, really cool. We'll see what will happen. Um, you know, if that sort of doesn't happen, I am thinking of getting an iPad Pro because I think it's got a ton of power in just such a small little package. I mean, I've got a um, Surface Pro, and it's it's starting to lag. It's starting to lag a bit, and I'm just like, mm, is it time to get an upgrade? Probably. So there we go. That's the gist of it. Um, Lots of people are asking for other things, but I'm just like, if we can get those things out of Apple, I would be very happy. Also, I want a new HomePod. I know that's not been rumoured. And a wireless charger. I know neither of those things have been rumoured, but I feel like they would be really nice things to have. Um, especially if the HomePod becomes a little bit better in terms of... Um, support like Spotify and that sort of thing it could convince me to get one really could anyways that is all for today until later on so therefore it's not all for today but it's all for now bye bye that was that's it you're done all your rumors are over uh we'll have to wait a few more hours sorry this video has been so late i i still don't even know what i'm calling this podcast uh, if you did like it, I don't know what you can do. I mean, can you share it? I I literally don't know how this podcasting stuff works. Share or like or whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go watch Snowpiercer, the new series on Netflix. Looks really good. I mean, I've watched the first few ones. It's good. I really am enjoying it. Um, much better than the movie. I really didn't enjoy that. So, there we are. Done. Bye-bye. Have a nice, uh, have a nice rest of a few hours, and I will join you back here for after WWDC, and we will see what has been announced. Bye-bye. <laughs>